Welcome to Welcome to Ion Horror Minisode about Scream 5. If you listen to our Scream episode, you already know uh, that we loved it. So let's hop right into the stuff that uh, the spoilery stuff. If you have not seen Scream or Scream 5, as we're calling it, uh, go see it and then listen to this because we're going to spoil everything about it. Basically, this is all the stuff we can't talk about because we don't want to ruin it. So we're going to ruin it here because yeah. assume you are taking the initiative to say, I have Scream 5 and I'm okay with you telling me all this stuff. Now, we, let's jump right into the biggest spoiler aside from who the killers are. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they hinted in the uh, publicity that not everyone's going to make it out alive. Well, our buddy Dewey dies. R.I.P. Yes. And he gets we, we talked about the anger of Ghostface. Well, yeah, Ghostface gets freaking angry at Dewey. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, not even uh, angry. It's like vindictive. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, and, and this this bums me out so hard because and this happens in so many horror movies. Dewey had a freaking chance. Yeah. To, yeah. But 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 it's almost like his own lust for vengeance got to him. Right. He had a chance to basically kill Ghostface and he didn't take it. So the tables were turned. He had oh to shoot God. him in the head. Yeah, he was he was about to. Yeah. And I do. Although I do like that. the I feel like the bulletproof vest is kind of a throwback to Scream 3. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But it also makes sense to wear a bulletproof vest. I mean, like, come on, you're going to be dealing with law enforcement if you're running around murdering people. Yeah. But uh, it was fitting because I, especially in rewatching him, like very taken back on how great of a character Dewey is in Scream Mm -hmm. 1. You know, like he is a bit dopey, but like it's, you know, it's a realistic, genuine dopiness that's just like a part of him. And then by like, and then immediately with Scream 2, he's kind of a caricature. And by Scream 3, he's very much so a caricature. But it's kind of allowed kind of they kind of redeem him a little bit more in four, but like five having him like have a complete arc with like, yep. you know, hey, you know, they asked me to step down and I, you know, I ended up divorcing Gail and like, you know, just kind of life in shambles and felt more so like added more depth to his character. You saw a lot of growth with him. That didn't mean he had to die, but it definitely made that death feel more of an impact. You know, I don't know if with what they were doing with the Gale and Sydney, if that would have had that much more of an impact. You know what I mean? He, the, Dewey is, I mean, like, of course, everyone roots for Sydney. Gale, Gale's a double-edged sword because parts of her are so self-centered that you just want to smack her. But then she always comes through in the end. But yeah. Dewey front to back he's always been just this lovable you know the fact that he was tatum's brother in the first mm. one he was like mom says you have to call me deputy <laughs> you know, i mean he's always just been this lovable dude so that's why and, and i think that kevin williamson realized that when he's like all we have to kill dewey he's kind of the only one people will cheer if we kill kill gail because of because she kind of well, half she's, the audience will, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Sydney we can't kill because that's the meal ticket. Well, Sydney is also kind of, she's got like this Laurie Strode thing going on now or like a, a Sarah Connor where she's almost invincible at this point. Yeah. But Dewey isn't. So, I mean, I I can see why they made the choice to kill Dewey because also 
you have and to Dewey kill was at the lowest point of any of the previous characters because right. he, yeah. he he lost his job he lost his marriage he uh he was an alcoholic you know he just kind of uh went off the rails yeah but even like in not only in for the movie but for the movie within the movie with the requel that you know because the big reveal was that these guys weren't related to sydney or any of them it was just that they were toxic fandoms yeah you know yeah. they wanted to revive the stab franchise by giving it new material because stab eight was so bad yeah, which i don't know yeah. how he could be that bad with a chrome face ghost face at a flame Matthew bell. Lillard like, chrome a face. killer <laughs> but also the 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 one the people they were going after all were relatives of the original screen people. And I want to ask both of you guys something, because I feel like one, another one of the spoilery things is that Sam, her, her last name's Carpenter in the movie, but <laughs> she the very first time we see her, it, it, the, the spoilery thing is she is Billy Loomis's illegitimate kid. You know, yep. she her, her mom had an affair with Billy Loomis, so he's her father. And I swear when we first meet her, she's sitting on the curb outside the bowling alley and she's popping some pills because she takes, you know, she takes psych pills mm-hmm. and her boyfriend comes up and says, Loomis, I swear he calls her Loomis. Did either of you guys hear that or was um, that just me? And this I is before remember. I knew this is before I knew who her dad was. But I also have a dog named Loomis, so I might hear Loomis and everything. <laughs> but I swear he said Loomis and then she like, you know, to get her attention. So I don't know. I might have to look and see if I can find a copy of the script somewhere and see what he actually says. Right. Or just watch it with subtitles. That was one of the, <laughs> uh, I'm a little spoiled by home theater watching because there was a point during screen five where I was like, Oh, I missed that line. Oh, I can't go back. Oh, I can't turn on. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? I do that in my real life. I will like, I'll be driving and something will happen and I'll, want to dvr it back <laughs> but i can't because it's real life i know spoiled by tv this is what the pandemic yeah. has done to us with- yeah <laughs> but how how beautiful because like that was the thing uh especially with the first trilogy of scream with scream 3 they went real hard with the slut shaming of sydney's mom with scream 3 like oh, it yeah. was it was just like do you look at all these lives she's destroyed we have three movies of lives that sydney's mom's mom has destroyed by being a raging slut was like the premise of the first three. And so I'm really glad with these new ones that they've kind of swayed away from that. And it's been more about like, like the fourth one was about the infamous, you know, Sydney becoming famous because of it and her cousin wanting that. Yeah. The legacy. Yeah. Wanting that legacy, wanting that 15 minutes of fame and this new one, it's about toxic fandom and them feeling like they own it more than the people who went through it and are willing to be so toxic that they murder for it, you know, because they yeah. want to have better material for it. Yeah, it all goes back to that infamous line from Billy Loomis, you know, movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Yeah. Speaking of Billy Loomis, what did you guys think about him as like the dark passenger? <laughs> I thought I, I guess that was actually Skeet Ulrich. It was. It was. They de-aged him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. They they freaking grandma targeted him or something because he like. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I didn't well, really no, dude, notice. T- no, Tarkin. Tarkin looked awesome in Rogue One. It's the Princess Leia at the end that looks yeah. like a video game character. Tarkin yeah. was was great. Well, Loomis. Well, Billy looked good in five. 
during dark scenes. Uh, yeah. The de-aging didn't look that bad. There was like one daytime one where he's like in the back seat where it was just like, ooh, I see the lines. Yeah, yeah. I see the seams <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But like, I didn't think the de-aging was bad. I thought the performance from him was real good, but also why? <laughs> like, I yeah. found myself being like, why? Why does she need this dark passenger? Why would she know what he looks like? Why would she know what he sounds like? Like, why would, if she did not know him, and didn't know about him until her teenage years. And why would he be such a big presence in the back of her mind? Is she really broken? Is this something that like, if you're going to sit there and tell me that toxic fandom duo were the ones putting that in her head, that's a, that seems like a bit of a reach. You know what I mean? And, and mm. that's the thing you, the, the last thing we're going to spoil, which is what, you know, this it's a spoiler and you kind of alluded to it. The killers. One of them is yep. the boyfriend of samantha who <laughs> jack wade yeah who s- knew of her connection to all this stuff and you know he tags along with her when she goes home because th- the whole catalyst of the movie is her sister gets attacked by Ghostface, mm-hmm. doesn't die so she comes back to you know help her sister through it and her sister's like or her her boyfriend is like yeah i'll come with you <laughs> And uh, it turns out there's another reason why he wants to come with her Um, because he's one of the killers. And of course, because there's two, the other one is one of their friends who this is the toxic fandom one who wasn't related to anybody that was from the original. Was she from the original crime? She was just friends with all of them. Like the, um, no, she just lived in the house. She just lived in Stu's house. So her family house, when her family moved in, her story was that her family moved into the Stu's house where the finale of the first scream happened. And then, when she found out about that, yeah. she got really into it, got became a big fan of this of the stab movies, and then just became an obsessive fan. So she had no blood relations. Yeah. To but anybody. Randy's niece and nephew, because I, I saw a Mindy cute and tweet. Chad. Yeah. I saw a cute tweet from Heather Matarazzi, who plays Randy's sister. She's all we're not supposed to talk about s- spoilers for Scream Five. Is, is, is my being in it a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, she's in it. <laughs> And also, I like that the killers apparently hooked up over Reddit, the screen, yeah. the stab subreddit, yeah. the stab subreddit. That's where they met. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, no, I, f- I thought it was uh, very topical in the way that, you know, Scream tackled a lot of the trends and, you know, like positions of horror at the time in 96. And so it only made sense that the new Scream would butt heads with, uh, you know, kind of the current trends and goings ons of uh, not even just horror, but kind of fandom and state of film in general. You know, there's kind of all the stuff about requels and toxic fans and internet culture and also i do love how uh like every ghost face kind of gets a tech upgrade for the for you know whatever decade they're in and so this one you know had like all the smart well these ghost faces had like the smartphone stuff and like the security locks and uh the oh yeah the neck uh voice changer so you know just it's it's just a so all the tech stuff like that it's it is always interesting kind of just how ghostface updates for the times both culturally and technologically yeah still not as bad as uh what was it and i'm glad they never went for it basically but they made the joke in scream four about the facebook's ghost face killer you know (laughs) like i'm glad that they never fully did that in like a scream movie like but they just made that joke like we could have done it but we didn't yeah i'm glad (laughs) The bad knockoffs in our inverse did. (laughs) And isn't isn't that like kind of the new, the fun thing, like ever since they established like that, the stab movies exist is that they could do stuff like that, where it's like, 
hey, you know that really bad idea you had in the second draft? We're going to put that in the stab movie because <laughs> your idea yeah, was the terrible. time travel one. <laughs> yeah, I, I still want to know how stab three exists after the events of screen three. OK, first of all, I've seen people make this make this que- have this question <laughs> on Twitter and it's pretty obvious. Obviously, they never finished the screen, the stab three that was being filmed in Scream three that kaputs. Most of the people were dead. They might have used that footage, but it would have been in bad taste. They clearly went back maybe a year later and did it, but basically made stab three Scream three based on what the events of Scream three, you know, so they probably so it was did about like the a, making of. It was about the making of the old Stab 3. Yeah, it was about the murders that happened while making Stab 3. So I bet it was, I bet Stab 3 was meta as fuck. But I bet like, it was oh, found footage. It could have been too. I mean, <laughs> it could have been. But it's weird because everyone's like, oh, well, who finished Scream 3 and all that? But they said in 4, I think it was, that only the first three were based off of Sydney's life and that she sued after they couldn't use the material anymore. But in Scream 5, they alluded that it wasn't or it was like flip around, uh, something like that. I remember there being some continuity error about it no longer being about Sydney's life after three. But then there was like some stuff going on with like the sequels where it was. I don't know. That's been the one that's messed me. We know they finished step three. We know this. Well, of mm-hmm. course, because then there wouldn't have been a stab four or a stab five or, yep. or a stab six with the time travel. <laughs> was it was it stab six? I don't know. I need to beef up on my inverse moves. I, I love that about Scream 4, how there are like three different beginnings <laughs> and it's just people <laughs> watching stab movies. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, it just so meta creates an Ouroboros. <laughs> Plus, who who doesn't relate to when the Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell bit where Kristen Bell <laughs> yeah. just goes, shut up. You're ruining <laughs> the movie. It just stabs her. It's just so cheesy and over the top. <laughs> And then you're sitting there worried, like, oh, God, are they going to do eight more of these like fake out intros? <laughs> Jesus, they should have done another one that's like two thirds of the way into the movie. So you didn't even know you were watching Stab. <laughs> that what would be great is if they make a screen movie, but all it is is Stab 10, right? <laughs> but you don't know it's Stab 10 until the end. And then it's just Sydney and Gail sitting in the audience going, what the fuck was that? <laughs> And that's get the my thing. lawyer on the phone. But that's the thing is if they really screw up a screen movie, that's all they have to do is just add a yep. mid credit scene of them going, what was that? And then it's just like, oh, you went so meta. You actually made a stab movie to save. Your franchise. Oh, geez. OK, on that. That's 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 it right here. We <laughs> spoiled Scream 5 for you yep. in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> and also threw out some ideas on how to ruin the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Hollywood. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I uh, hope that you watch Scream 5 before you listen to that. Otherwise, there's no need because we just told you all the good parts. No, um, still watch it. We, <laughs> we will see you uh, with the next episode. Until then, I'm James J. Edwards. I'm Jacob Davison. And I'm Jonathan Crea. Keep your eye on minisodes. Keep your eye on minisodes. That's what I said last time too. Keep your mini eye on horror. <laughs> keep your little eye on our minisode. <laughs> keep keep your keep your middle little eye. What on horror? I don't know. Keep it your one-eyed Willie on horror. <laughs> no. <laughs>